The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Pinball Party. All right. I guess Meth has prepared something. He's going to start us off this time. Meth, take it away. I mean, that melody is pretty great. It's uh, like Sega Master System era, but uh, with a lot of fucks added. But uh, all right, let's just let's roll with it. Welcome to episode 16 of the Pinball Party Podcast. This is Jason, and you know I've been looking to stop using demos over and over and. Maybe we can use a meth made, but a few less fucks, maybe. Or maybe not. While we don't give any fucks, we do have fucks. So if you came for fucks, Pinball Party's got your back. For everything fuck-related and pinball-related, keep listening. What do we have this week, aside from the ramblings of a severely bored person who works at a software company... Plays a lot of pinball, spends most of his time agonizing over lyrics and melodies, and then once in a while records one of these. Well, what we have is pinball news. We got some feedback, plenty of emails. My God, <laughs> the amount of feedback uh, is, is phenomenal. To everyone who has wrote in, is thinking of writing in, or will never write in, bless your heart. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Thanks for the kind words, uh, thanks for the unkind words, thanks for the links, thanks for the jokes, just thanks for being a part of this. You know, we aim to have a good time and just hang out, you know, party. The name of the podcast, Pinball Party Podcast. So again, thanks for coming. (laughs) That's what she said. Thanks for listening to the word fuck. Uh, I think we've had it a record number of times thus far, and, uh, you know, we'll keep going. Those numbers are just going to go up. Speaking of feedback, let's answer... The question that a few of you got right, thanks for writing in, uh, a couple of you were agonizing over what, oh, what is the answer, oh, it's right at the tip of my tongue, uh, here you go. You're offering me a bribe, what you have just done is illegal, and in this state, if convicted, you could be fined up to $5,000, or spend six months in a correctional facility. Oh, oh, please, no, that was dumb, I'm just, I was just making conversation, forget it. Cable guy, Jim Carrey. Very underrated comedy because it came out, you know, when he was doing the big three, Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber. Everyone expected it to be this very slapstick humor. And this is a very dark humor, but very, uh, if you haven't watched it, I guess since the 90s, 96, ooh, revisit that shit. It's, It's very, very, very funny. And I think it just gets better with age. So there was the kind of, Trivia, if you will. Last time when I said correctional facility, write in. I'll tell you who got it right. At least the first one that wrote in to get it right. I'll just give the initials, you know, for the sake of privacy. AJ, he wrote in simply saying, Cable Guy, I win. Send me a new song, which I did. I sent him a uh, piano version of the Neon Dale song, Faded. Faded is the number one track on Cosmic, which you can find on Spotify, Amazon, music, you know, again, the internet. You can find it. Speaking of writing in, 
Jeff S. wrote in actually a trilogy of emails. Um, I'll, I'll read a, a couple parts of a couple of them. Uh, <laughs> the last episode was called Not Dead and Not Edited. Uh, he looked at the episode name and thought out loud, saying not edited is an unusual way to say what you haven't done yet. Almost universally, writers would say unedited. Quote, unedited is a real word A real word you can check in Webster, while not edited is gutter language. <laughs> He's not wrong. And I've never heard the term gutter language, and now I'm going to overuse it because that is hilarious. Jeff then continues uh, after episode 15.5 of the Pinball Party podcast where I talked only about Bond. He said, hearing your Bond podcast was meaningful because I had one ordered and in route. Over the next three months, code will get up to speed and it can be adjusted anytime. The game is great fun because of the layout and flow. Loves the theme and won't be too harsh a critic on the final code. I like it though now. Yeah, and I totally agree. He capped everything off talking about uh, the FOMO. You know, I kind of mentioned and complained a little bit about FOMO in the pinball market, which, hey, you know, it's both there in the dealers and it's there in the private market. You know, that's, uh, that's one of those things, you know, let's get right into uh, figure it out. Figure it out. Now, it's bad enough that we have a lot of the fear of missing out, the FOMO in the pinball market just from limited editions and toppers and things only being run and final round. I mean, I get it. I don't like it and I hate it. <laughs> I shouldn't say I don't like it. I hate it. There you go. Um, but when it creeps into the used market, oh my God, get fucking wrecked. I have had people that, um, here's, here's a prime example. Here's a very concrete example. Last week, someone had a game listed for, um, let's just be real. They had a Jurassic Park listed for $10,000. Jurassic Park Premium, excuse me. Now, that's a little high. Um, coming from someone who just sold a Jurassic Park Premium this year's built with the armor and the shooter rod and the art blades and the shaker motor and 3D, all of that for $10,000. And uh, that was is what I bought it for. It's what I sold it for. That's kind of roughly, you know, kind of you get what you put into it on that one. He wanted 10000 for a stock game. And I was like, eh, you know, so here's what happens. I sell a game. I'm like, oops, shouldn't have sold it. I miss it. I want to buy it again. Repeat. There's my life, right? So I find this guy and I was like, yo, um, I'll give you 9400 And, you know, I was nice about it. He's like, oh, no, thanks. Um, I'm firm at 10 And then... I'll, I'll read it. He says, thank you so much for your interest. I'm going to stay at 10000 on this Jurassic Park. I'm hearing reliable rumors of another stern price increase, which will likely affect the next round of JP Premium Production, whenever that'll be. The game is dead mint in every way and hasn't been played hard. Heck, I even turned down my kick-up power to keep wear down. Please give it some thought. I can help load the game, yada, yada, yada. So, since he was so honest and forthcoming about all these words and telling me about the fact that they're not going to run it until 2024 and he has a reliable source, they're gonna, I was like, okay, well, here's my honest and forthcoming answer. I'm pretty deep in the hobby. I even do a pinball podcast. And I told the name just for, you know, I'm not using this to brag. I'm just saying, just so you know what I'm about to say, I do know what I'm talking about. I told him, you know, they are going to rerun it mid-year. You can get it probably to your door about 9700 without tax and all that and don't have to move. I'm just, you know, a little impatient and willing to give you a very fair offer of 9400 and I'll come pick it up, cash. I've owned the game twice in the past and I just miss it. And by the way, the price increase you're talking about happened about 23 days ago. Crickets, of course, crickets. Who's, what is he gonna say? Well, then a couple hours later, he does say, 
No worries at all. I wish you the best and tremendously appreciate your interest. What? Dude, get fucked. <laughs> get oh fucked. my God. Uh, like, again, it's bad enough that dealers are doing this, but then people in the secondary market, you know, I wouldn't have said anything if he wouldn't have doubled down on these paragraphs of the reasons I should be happy that he's trying to rape me on the price. And I'm like, dude, okay, man. I was cordial. I was like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. But my wife had to talk me out of all the responses that I started to type of what I was going to say. Um, but uh, yeah, thank God she did. But hey, dude out there, I'm going to give you a few of these. Figure it out. 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 Figure it. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Oh, that one really, that one really fucking pissed me off. Uh, someone else who needs to figure it out is U-Haul. Figure it out. Now, I bought a brand new pinball machine from Flipping Out Pinball recently. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. Thanks again, Zach. The transaction was perfect. Everything was perfect, and everything I'm about to say has nothing to do with Flipping Out. But as some people know, sometimes you can cut a little off the top if you get it delivered to a terminal as opposed to your house. Meaning the box gets delivered to a local FedEx, let's say, and you drive and you pick it up. So if you have a big enough vehicle or you have a friend with a truck, just go pick it up and you save a little bit. And that's what I did. I was like, eh, yeah, why not? You know, I do this way too much. Let me save just a tad. And Zach so kindly shipped it out. And it came like two days later, super fast. Uh, it was awesome. And the reason I had him pick it up or send it to a terminal was because when I bought it, I was uh, in band practice and Nate, who's got a truck, was like, yeah, we can just go in my truck and pick it up. I'm like, sweet, uh, let's do that. Otherwise, I would just had it shipped to my house. Day comes, I text Nate. Well, I mean, to his defense, uh, it was a couple days early and none of this is against Nate. Nate's one of my best friends. I um, said, hey, yeah, it's, it's going to be there tomorrow morning. Can we get it? Crickets. Okay. And he's one of those fast texters who usually texts back. So next morning, I'm like, hey, man, I'm not trying to be rude, but you got uh, you got that truck, bruh? Let's go pick it up. He's like, ah, nah. <laughs> My family's sick, sick kid, work stuff, all these legitimate reasons. And he's like, I'm so sorry. You can come get the truck. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I have, I have other ways. It's, it's totally fine. And my other ways is just to rent a U-Haul truck for like 20 bucks. It, it's like a mile from my house. It's on the way to the terminal. It's really not a big deal. It's still saving money. So cool. I'll just go pick up a U-Haul truck. Go grab it. It's so fast. It's it's nothing. I go to U-Haul. I step up to the counter. Norm <laughs> actually, actually, this is what happened first. I went to the eye doctor because I had an eye doctor appointment. You know, they put the juice in your eyes that make them bug eyes and your pupils are the size of planets. And you can't see that well, but you can see. So on my way back from that doctor appointment, I could have done the smart thing and gone home, gone on the internet, make sure they have one in stock. You know, I was like, nah, I'll just I'll just swing by on the way home. And I uh, so I step up to the counter and I did see one in the parking lot, so I was pretty confident. Like, hey, uh, this nice young lady, do you have a pickup truck I could rent? And she, you know, checks. Yeah, we do. We have one left. I was like, great. Um, and I'm talking to her, you know, get your license out. And normally when it's done online, I do this ahead of time. But again, I was just swinging by with my bug eyes and <laughs> let me get one of these. I'm in there and while I'm checking out, there's another guy to my left who just comes in a couple minutes after me and he starts checking out something else, whatever. And right at the end, the, the, the clerk to the left of me, to the right of her, Right when we were about to check, I was like, ooh, 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 uh, excuse me, uh, are you renting a truck? I was like, yeah. And she looks at him like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I just promised it to this guy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, so at that point, the guy who was trying to rent one and the two clerks all think the best 
solution to this problem is to ask me who was there first if I would be willing to drive this guy's pressurized gas tank about five miles in the other direction and they'd give me like 10 bucks to do it and I'm like, in my head I'm just screaming like what is wrong with all three of you in this situation but I'm a nice guy in Wisconsin nice or whatever you know and I'm like oh no it's cool you can have it I just bend over I just take it like no he, you can just take the truck and because I'm more like I don't want to deal with three people who are clearly just inhuman uh, I would rather just not be in this situation. And so, and the guy's like, oh, thanks, bro, thanks. I'm like, yeah, dude, you just fucking rammed me. But, okay. Uh, and, but luckily, they're like, oh, well, we do have a, um, you know, it's like 10 or 20 foot, I don't fucking know, 15 foot, I don't know, one of the enclosed, you know, not a pickup truck, just an actual, you know, a U-Haul that you picture. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, we'll give you that for the same mileage, same price. I'm like, really, not a big deal, appreciate it. That's totally fine. Cool. All right. Well, let's do it again. All right. Pull the license back out. Sign this paper. Sign. Do the whole process again. I'm like, ah, you yeah, know, whatever. Small price to pay. At least I feel good about being nice to the guy who's got my truck. All right. Give me the keys. It's around back. Go get it. Cool. I go out there. I get in the truck. I turn it on. And uh, I try to go. And keep in mind, I'm in Wisconsin. Lots of snow. Lots of ice. I can't go because there's ice under this thing. It's like dug in. For those who know, you know, when you kind of create the ice from, from spinning wheels, that's what's happening at this point. So I try to rock it back and forth. Anyone who's driven in snow and ice knows this method. Go back and forth. Back and forth. Getting a little bit and nah, not happening. <laughs> so I'm stuck. They suddenly hear me spinning my tires. The two clerks again that screwed me in the ass, remember they come out and they're like, oh shit, sorry man. Let me, you know, they give me the, like the little hand motion to wait a second, like, okay, cool. They go back in, I see him come out with a big piece of cardboard. Like a pinball box size piece of cardboard. We're gonna put it under this one wheel that's spinning and it's like, again, someone who's used to snow knows that that's something you sometimes do to get traction under the tire. So they come out here and they, they put it on the tire and they're like, all right, and they give me the thumbs up. Like, all right, you know, push the gas. Now, mind you, I've lived in Wisconsin my whole life. I know that when you say push the gas, you don't slam on it because it's gonna spin. You just gently give it. So I gently give it. And what happens? That cardboard shoots about 30 feet in the fucking air behind the truck. That, so it, no traction. I mean, a traction, but it shot it out its ass. All right, they go try it again. Thinking this time it'll be, it'll be better. Figure it out. Nope, 30 feet again, way back. Cool. Then they go back in the place, they come out and they got a bunch of snow salt, you know, so they're out there sprinkling the salt everywhere and trying to melt the ice underneath the tires and all, we'll, we'll do it this way. And then they ask out of nowhere, oh yeah, can you check the mileage on that truck? We forgot to write it down before we rented it out to you. Remember, I can't see shit because I was just at the doctor's. <laughs> They're like, can you, can you remind us of the mileage in this one? I'm like, oh, uh, I start just making shit up to try to like pass the time. Like I can't like, oh, I'm just, uh, oh, it's one second, you know, oh cool, we'll get it, you know, whatever. Uh, try it again, try the, I spin it, nothing. I, this goes on for a good 10, 20 minutes. Their solution again was for me to sit in there and try to rev it while they're putting various things under these tires when I just wanted this truck that this other guy had. I'm like, ah, oh, oh, fine, we'll just come back in and, and we'll give you another one. Can you write down those numbers before you come <laughs> And I can't see, I can't see. So I just don't, I don't write down the mileage. I don't write down shit, I go back in. Let's do the same process again. Let me get your license. Let me get your emergency contest. Let me sign this thing. Blah, blah, blah. I finally get a U-Haul that works. I go pick up my pinball machine. Everything worked great. Jesus. Figure it out, U-Haul. Figure it out. The moral of that story is just get a game delivered to your house. Don't be a cheap piece of shit like me. Figure it out.
On the other side of the figure-it-out fence, there's someone who's got it very, very figured out, and that is Nudge Pinball. Oh yeah, heard of him? Maybe. If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard of Doc Monday, Kale Hernandez, multiple, multiple guests. In fact, I would classify them as honorary hosts. They recently released issue number two, Get Them While They're Hot. If they're... Are they sold out? They might... Oh, they might not have a ton. I'm not FOMOing your ass. I just don't know if they have a lot. But anyway... Doc's been hard at work shipping them out. I've got one. I've read it cover to cover. It's fantastic. There's great articles. There's great art. I'm not going to read anything from it because I think you guys should get it. Again, nudgepinball.com, issue number two. The cover is fantastic. It feels fantastic. It's one of those magazines you just want to hold. But I do want to read something from a post that Doc put out on January 20th titled Quarters, Cards, or Tokens. What a location's currency says about them. It's a great article. I'd go and read it if I were you, but I'm not you, so I'll do you the favor of reading just a little snippet. Let's go down to tokens. We'll skip their little talk about quarters and tokens. Arcades, brewcades, and Chuck E. Cheese-ass kind of spots. Tokens are fun. They're bulky, and they always smell kind of weird. That's true. But they're nostalgic, and good design on a token means something. Like, that means that this location has, to borrow a phrase from the poets, put a little extra thought into how their shit looks. I love a good token. I don't go as far as to say I collect them, but I'll definitely hold on to a good token way longer than I should. Did I mention they smell funny? Definitely did, but worth stating again. Why does every token smell like it's a cup holder penny? Jesus Christ. Figure that out, people. (laughs) I'm going to end it there. And dude, last time I read this, I didn't even... I didn't even pick up on that. If that was a, you know, a nod to the show or not, it probably wasn't. Probably just have my head up my own ass. But you, my friends over at nudgepinball.com, both from Nudge Number Two Magazine, go buy it and your recent article on quarters, cards, and tokens. What a location's currency says about them. Get this week's highest honor of having things in the world of pinball figured out. Figured out. What else has been going on? Well, I know last week I totally kept calling the Q shot on James Bond a vuck. Idiot. It's not a vuck, it's a scoop. So there's a little correction for those who didn't write in. Thank you for those who did. Fuck off. Uh, In other news, I did finally get my other Grail game. My Grail game being Lord of the Rings. I got the limited edition. (gasps) Yep, I did. And I bolted that motherfucker. For 13 days. Oh, yeah. We keep shit real around these parts. Bolting games. Get out of here with that. But it was good to have a taste of that game. You know, the game I wanted most. What does it feel like to have the game? It doesn't feel like anything else. You get, you know, you're super excited. You have it. Oh, it's my precious, right? You got it. And then it's like, eh, it's just a thing. But something great did come out of it. Uh, a pinside buddy, Wax, I'll just say that, uh, out of South Dakota, had a great idea. He said, you know what? When you get that game, bring Dana in the room and just ask for her to look for it. And just record it. See what happens. And I know exactly what he was talking about. Like, all right, good call. Let's see what happened. You got to come what? look at this. You gotta, I just want to show you something. Okay. All right, so what is that? Pinball machine. What pinball machine? Lord of the Rings. It's fancy with gold and all that, right? Yes. Limited, right? What's my favorite game? Lord of the Rings. Right, Why so. is there shit on it? <laughs> I haven't finished unpacking it. Oh. Okay. okay no, no. So, see, it's got all this gold, like in the back and all that. 
Alright, see if you can find it. There's a Where's Waldo? Some, a friend of mine had What's this idea. It? Well, let's see if when you find it. Well, is it hard to find? Um, maybe, but once you see it... You're looking for something that seems somewhat out of place. Alright, so I'm going to fast forward just about 20 seconds. Otherwise, you'll just hear this music. It didn't take that long, but uh, let's see what uh, see what she finds. Is that a dick? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is that there? Yeah. That, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much did you pay for this dick game? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Uh, yeah, they call that the golden dick beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you found it. I did. I didn't even point it out. What do I get? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, again, great idea, man. Uh, that turned out better than I could have ever hoped. But yeah, she saw it. Um, and a couple other friends that were over saw it pretty fast as well. Um, I, I think it's adorable. Uh, for those out there who don't know, um, you know, I don't want to spoil it for you. Go look at a Lord of the Rings LE translate online and look for it. Yeah, just take a look. So there's your weekly Lord of the Rings mention. I think I bet I'd mentioned it in every podcast. Ridiculous. So if that's my favorite game theme-wise, and the regular version doesn't stay bolted, the LE version doesn't stay bolted, eh, nothing ever will, right? Maybe. Uh, last time, we talked about Bond a lot. And we, the royal we, right? Just me. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff online, more anger and, blah, you know, did I have an emotional reaction to the price? Yep, as I should. Anyone that wants to say you shouldn't is, I don't know, fucking with you? It's weird, whatever. Feel however you want, right? Who cares? Happy? Sad? Ang- angry? Pissed off? Uh, over the moon? Great. Fucking love it, man. Uh, but a lot of negative feedback on the art. The art is bad uh, on the side. I can't believe there's just posters on the side. You know, if... If I was a Bond movie fan, I think that's exactly what I would want. Let's say it was a Star Wars game, which I have, and I, and I and I like the art. I like the art. But if the art was instead all, well, the sequel trilogy is terrible. Uh, I, I'm coming around to like the prequel trilogy, which I think a lot of people have who are Star Wars fans. At least it's not... The Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker, right? If Star Wars had the posters all around it, I think that art would be way better than the art that is on it now. Because when I think of Star Wars, I think of those posters. The posters are so good. Do I want to see just a big Star Destroyer shooting a TIE fighter? No. I, no one watches Star Wars for the Star Destroyer shooting a TIE fighter. No, they watch for the Force and the lightsabers and the story and... Yeah, the special effects and the the sci-fi, but that's just the backdrop to a wonderful story. So, if it was Star Wars, I would love it to just be lined with posters. Lord of the Rings? Sure. Give me all the posters. Give me, maybe not the Hobbit movie posters, but I'd take, like, the book covers. If they make a Harry Potter pinball machine, the sides of it, slather them in posters or book covers. I would love it. I would like it better than someone at Stern or the licensor saying, you know what I think people want to see is just the side of Harry's face. Yeah, just put his face or just put one giant wand. Yeah, just put a big phallic symbol on the side. That's what people want. 
No, I think in a franchise with that many movies like Bond, I think the right call is to use the posters. Whether that is the licensor or not, again, this is my opinion as a movie fan. And if this game is for many type of people, rich people, poor people, Bond fans, pinball fans, whoever wants to dictate who this is for, whatever, uh, I think that a fan of that many movies would love to see the art, the posters of that film franchise. Eh, my opinion, that's what I would want. But eh, again, art, it's subjective, right? So there's there's my perspective. Something that needs no subjective perspective is, speaking of Star Wars, it got new code. Yeah, new code for Star Wars version 1.23. I was surprised, as probably a lot of you are, maybe you didn't even know yet. Uh, I was part of the owner's thread on Pinside, and I just noticed it. The Actually, the day you all jammed me, uh, it got released. So it was a small update, but it tweaked a couple things. Uh, here's what it tweaked. I'll just read it from the, the official readme on stern.com. Sternpinball.com, excuse me. The player will now get a new another... Wait, a new another chance? Well, there's a... <laughs> there is some grammar errors in this. We'll get another chance at a skill shot if the ball drains on the right and escape was lit. You will not get this skill shot if something urgent is going on. For example, one of the hurry-ups. Tweaked point number two. Completing hyperspace hurry-up will no longer start hyperspace multi-ball if any wizard mode is running. And then they moved to system you know, 3.23, uh, update to some firmware, and added a connectivity icon and a couple little tiny things. But yeah, uh, apparently that was a needed update to that specific scenario. I am not in that scenario enough to know um, how bad it is, but it seems a lot of people are rejoicing. So yeah, if you were unaware, there is a new Stern Star Wars code update. 1.23. And just because we're on the Star Wars note, I tried to give Last Jedi a chance again the other day. Uh, nothing to do with pinball, but hey, Star Wars, let's just keep doing this. <laughs> it was the first Star Wars movie that I walked out and just thought, did I hate that? Did I just hate what they did to Luke? Did I hate the way it started when he just tosses the saber over his back? Let's just start this movie out exactly how you don't want it to, with your mom jokes and throwing Lights, ah, fuck that movie, Jesus. But I was like, ah, it's been a while. Let me let me give it some time and just uh, fresh perspective. Yep, still shit. Yep, there you go. There's your update. Last Jedi still sucks. So moving on. Pinball news, pinball news, pinball news. Not a lot. We're still waiting on Scooby-Doo. I've, uh, that one is just looks so promising out of a lot of the reveals i don't know something just feels good about that regardless of how much kale talks shite about spooky it's because we want them to succeed and not have trash games but yeah scooby just man it's the again the theme doesn't really do it for me it's fine but that art it just looks like the complete package i i don't know i Every time I think of the game, I'm just thinking of positive things. I like the way it looks. I like the art. I like the way that the shots kind of look. I love those horseshoe shots. My favorite shot in Star Wars. <laughs> so fast. Uh, there's, what, two in Spooky? Those could be super badass. The upper play field looks good and not too much. Not too. I don't know. There's there's something about that game that um, I, I just want it to be the one that says, hell yeah, all right, spooky, on the map. Like, TNA kind of put him on the map. Rick and Morty, I don't know, it's kind of, it's fine, whatever. Nothing against the game, but it was just the reception and whatever. But Scooby, ooh, this one looks like it could skyrocket them. We'll see. 
It could be the other side, right? Who knows? Same with the Bond LE. We don't know. And that's the other thing we're waiting for. The Bond LE. It's when is it going to get there? Uh, it's not out, right? I, I haven't seen any gameplay. I, no one on site that I know of. I know Tilt in Minneapolis is getting one on location. So yeah, if, if you're in the Minnesota area, Tilt Pinball Bar is going to have a Bond LE. I wonder if they're going to charge more, you know, maybe a dollar. I think they did a dollar for Big Lebowski, which is totally fine because that game's packed with shit. Playing the waiting game. Let's just, let's play the waiting game together. Waiting for Scooby. Waiting for Bond. Waiting for JJP's announcement. Waiting for CGC announcement. Uh, waiting for the Pinball Awards this weekend. I'm leaving in a couple days. Going to my father-in-law's. Not that any of you asked, but now you know. And then going to go to the Pinball Awards and see what kind of fucking shenanigans happens at Zach's house. We'll see. Um, I've You know, I've told a few people that I really want to do an upper decker in his toilet. So if, if you find something in the top of your toilet that doesn't belong there, it wasn't me. It was Joel. Tall guy. Beard. Just another guy. Three drains or whatever. He's an animal. Watch your back. Switching gears to competitive pinball. You know, I never really talk about competitive pinball, and there's a good reason for it. Because I don't know shit about it. Aside from what I read online or, you know, hearsay or things I hear from podcasts, I have, I have no, I have nothing to add. I have no tips. I have no tricks. Maybe we'll have someone on to talk competitive pinball sometime and, you know, hear more about points instead of you know, moments and wizard modes and all that. And maybe that'd be cool. Shake things up a little bit. So, yeah, if anyone has any thoughts or ideas or wants to talk about competitive pinball or who would be a great guest, um, you know, let's do that sometime. It's not at the top of my list, but I'm not opposed to it getting a little pinball uh, competition talk into the party. I say all this, of course, or maybe not of course to you, but the Indisc just happened and it had like record number of views on Twitch, and uh, which phenomenal. It was like 15,000. Now, that's fucking great. Uh, here's some context. When you see a, a popular streamer, be it, uh, you know, Buffalo, be it uh, Laser LOS, is that what it is? Um, you know, small town pinball, Joel, you, you name it, you know, you can see usually between a hundred, you know, 50 to 150 people. And that's on a good night, nothing against it, but just the market is not the size of like video games, for example, where there's a hundred thousand people on the daily watching someone get their nuts blown off in Fortnite. But in pinball at the Indisc, 15,000 people is, is, is so good. It's so good for the hobby. It's great for competition. It's great for, uh, you know, Carl D'Angelo. Hey, if you're listening, if you're out there, congratulations. I heard you made Twitch partner. For those of you who don't know, that's a big deal, especially for pinball. It's going to help grow the hobby, get more eyes on it. Younger crowd who's on Twitch a lot. And not just the younger crowd. I watch Twitch. Twitch is great. If, if anyone is opposed to Twitch, like, oh, it's just a bunch of little kids playing video games and taking their shirts off and doing ASMR, well, you're not far off. But, you know, when do I watch Twitch? Usually when I'm like eating, if I'm not eating with, you know, family or doing something else, let's toss them some Twitch, watch some pinball, give someone some shit, uh, you know, and it's a good time to just, you know, instead of watching Seinfeld, watch a little pinball. And again, so Indisc having all this great exposure, Carl D'Angelo getting partner, it, uh, there's just going to be more of it, and it's it's really, it's it's nothing but a great thing. So congratulations to Indisc and all the viewers. I'm sorry. I could Google quick the winners and all that. I just didn't watch it. I do know the finals. I guess, was it Keith, Travis Murray? Hey, man, congrats. That was awesome that I think you're in the final four. God, 
fucking everyone you can correct me. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. I'm not here for your your facts of life. I'm just here to party. Um, but I, I watched a little of it, and apparently the, the ending was dramatic for Pimbo as a ghost. Uh, so yeah, go watch it. The the VODs, if you will, videos on demand are, I believe, on Twitch. Uh, but yeah, again, congrats. It's awesome. Let's see what happens. I do agree with sentiments out there, whether I read it online or hear it on other things or just think about it, that what would make competition pinball something that I would watch more is for real play games that are from like the last 10 years. Uh at the minimum, last 20. Like, Lord of the Rings should be the earliest you're playing. Why? If you want the younger generation, regardless of how great some older games are, which they are, you have, what is the... It's like three seconds to grab someone's attention, I think is kind of the timing, on, an, on a web page. And pay attention to that. If someone's on TikTok, you know, look at this generation, for, for better or for worse, you need to grab them quick. Do you think uh, an old Gottlieb, let's use Waterworld because I just talked about Waterworld. Do you think Waterworld on Pinball Championship, like, oh, what is this? Some movie I've never heard of with really terrible art and what the fuck is happening? Is that going to work? Or, regardless of your opinion of the game, is Star Wars going to work? Is Avengers Infinity Quest going to work? You know, have it branded with Marvel logos, Star Wars logos, blasted on the screen. People are like, oh, they'll at least maybe give it more than three seconds. Like, oh, what is this? One... I didn't realize that pinball was being streamed. Two, I didn't know there was tournaments. And tournaments with, well, Star Wars? Avengers? Game of Thrones? Lord of the Rings? Holy shit, you know. Theme cell games? Yes, they do. In video games? Yeah, to a certain extent. Video games has such a larger audience that you can get away with, uh, you know. Themes, they make their own themes in video games. Dark Souls, for example. All the From Software games. That didn't start out as some movie or comic book. That was created and it was a great game, so it created its own theme. I would say akin to, in pinball, how Attack from Mars or Medieval Madness created their own theme. Why doesn't someone make a Attack from Mars 2? Not, not Avenge, not Revenge from Mars, but make a sequel to it that's badass? I think, you know, you kind of bridge the gap between theme, original theme and licensed theme. I agree theme is a huge driver, but... I think there's a little nuance to it. But going back to a tournament, if you want to keep those views, again, my opinion as not some pinball podcast guy, like I'm bringing some fucking genius opinions. I'm not. I'm just sitting in front of a screen watching these audio wave files and my dogs and the other. Yeah, I'm just a dude. But when I'm eating and I'm on Twitch and I'm browsing, if something grabs my attention, oh, I'll give it a few more seconds. And if it keeps grabbing my attention, I'll keep watching and, you know, repeat. Now, that's a compounding effect. If someone logs in and sees stars or something, they're just like, what is this, something my grandpa, fuck off, you know, go to another thing. And they they won't turn back. That, you know, I I get it. I get it for the hardcore uh, competition player, and I'm not knocking any of that. Like, those games are probably better for scoring. Again, as someone who is not in pinball competition whatsoever, I do not know what I'm talking about when it comes to actual competition in points but i do know what it comes from is somewhat of a lay person of watching twitch and what i want to see for entertainment you know not problems that this world needs to solve but i just i'm just i would lean towards newer games i really would and i would lean towards personalities maybe not just employees of said companies but you know give some backstories a little bit give you know a little fanfare something i've heard and, and read and just been beaten to death and it sucks when it comes to music as someone who is you know trying to make his way in music these days um 
having great music is not the problem anymore. The problem is, I hate to say it, selling yourself. Not like selling yourself to the devil or back in the day it would be fucking sell out. Nowadays, it's just what works. Personalities, it's what sells. It's what makes people follow things. Think about whatever you watch, whether it's movies, uh, even pinball stuff. Like, I, Do you care more about the content is great, yes, but do you sometimes maybe just kind of want to check in on the person you've watched a few times or heard a few times? You get to kind of know them a little bit or you kind of think, oh, not like your friends, but you just get to pick up on things and you relate to certain things. Sometimes it's a comfort thing while you're driving. Sometimes you're listening to a podcast while you're going to sleep, you know, but that's not always from content. I know from my experience listening, it's sometimes just the, the timber, timber, sometimes timber, timber, pick your word of someone's voice, what they're doing. Uh, how often they speak, their their person. I'll take that over sometimes the content. You know, it's just a, a comfort thing. I think the same thing happens in tournaments. Think of football or baseball, which I, I don't follow sports at all. I'm just sports. Hey, not my thing. Um, more power to you if they are. The amount of stuff on TV about the people. Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Brett Favre doesn't even fucking play anymore. That's how much I, I follow, but it's about the personalities. And yeah, in pinball, when people are talking, listen to the people I talk about or who you're talking about. You're thinking about Keith Elwin or Scott Denisi or, you know, Zach Many. Personalities out there, people. It, it, it works. And unfortunately, it you know, again, love it or hate it, it's kind of the way the world is going now. And uh, maybe lean into it. Get newer games, lean, to, lean into some personalities. This is coming from an onlooker who's not doing the work. And I, I understand that. It's already a ton of fucking work. And everyone out there from the announcers to the cameramen and women and audio, everything. It's already a fantastic job. But, you know, if we want to get it to the level of really getting some exposure, imagine the in-disc, which was great exposure. And next time, 15,000 people are logging in and, you know, they're watching Deadpool. They're watching Game of Thrones. Wow. Okay. You know. Time it with games that are, you know, the show is on. Maybe have that game, you know, use use the market to your advantage. When the uh, Rings of Power comes back on, let's get Lord of the Rings tournaments, Hobbit tournaments, you know, just, just lean into it. My opinions, of course. And I, it's like when people criticize movies, you know, oh, Last Jedi aside, because it's trash. Uh, let's pick another movie that could be criticized. Eh, doesn't matter. Pick any movie. You criticize it, right? Maybe the acting could have a little been better, or maybe the cinematography. Right, you know, that's that's a fair point. But you weren't them making it. You didn't have all the scheduling. You didn't have all the HR. You didn't have the cinematography. You didn't have to work with actors who are full of themselves or, you know, worry about transportation all over the world and then actually film it and then edit it and then the sound and then the color correction. There is so much work, even in a bad movie, to someone from the outside be like, that was shit because of this. Like, yeah, you're not wrong, but you have the benefit of not having to put in so much work. And the same goes for any sort of show. And I'm not trying to patronize anyone or talk condescending. This is obvious stuff. But just to suffice to say to the pinball streaming community of competition, you're already putting in so much work and it shows. To refine it, those are just some ideas and I think some things that could elevate it. Where over time, as it grows, you'll have even more help and you figure these things out, get more efficient, get better timing, and it starts to just kind of run itself to a, to a certain standpoint. Just look at how it was in the video game worlds for streaming. 
at first it was all, you know, it was World of Warcraft and it was Hearthstone and that's really what it was. And then things started to trickle in and then they had, you know, banners and they had, uh, you know, what are they, bits and then donations and then things are just set up and then they have mods and then they have people doing some of the administrative work. I think, you know, find out the little small nuanced things. The I say administrative work as in like task things that maybe someone else could do, maybe some mods, maybe we could offload to someone else. Maybe you could use help with audio. Hey, I'm here. If you want some help and I have time, I mean, ask, sure. Maybe I'd, I'd love to help. I'd love to help grow the hobby. If I can be of any service out there to any sort of audio end of the pinball side, whether it be music or audio, you know, you can always ask. I might be too busy, but I'd love to help. Enough rambling about competition pinball streaming. I think it's great. I'm just excited that, you know, right after this in-disc, it's, it's so awesome. A million congrats. I know I'm just I'm saying it over and over, but it's really awesome. It's great to hear. You hear so much negative stuff, whether, you know, be for me or other people complaining about the prices or any of that, but to hear this win, it's, 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 it's incredible. So let's get the, you know, the in-disc hype. Let's keep that train going. We got the pinball awards coming. We got new games coming out. We got Stern getting a new CEO. They got a new location. We got JJP games. It's a great year for pinball. It's going to be fantastic. We're slightly getting over that COVID hump. There's still plenty of manufacturing problems and all that, but you know, things are really, really looking up. The community is growing. There's more and more content every day. There's more and more competition. There's Insider Connected. There's really never been a better time to be alive for pinball. Period. There's not. That's both subjective and objective. You can look at the numbers. You can look at everything. It's just a great time to be alive, which is where all the passion comes from. People like myself and other streamers of where you, you know, get emotionally tied to all this thing which is totally normal because we're human because this is great and there's so much to be thankful for and there's so much to be invested in you know you're going to get a lot of opinions so those out there whether you're on pin side or listening to everyone else just be you know be cognizant of your own opinions you know think for yourself and question authority test out games before you buy them if you can heck use virtual pinball to test them out i do oh yeah (laughs) visual pinball online at least I can get a taste for the sounds, a little bit of the gameplay of the rules before I invest, you know, ten fucking thousand dollars in a pinball machine. But hey, that's enough. I've taken up enough of your time. Thanks for hanging out with me at the Pinball Party Podcast. If you'd like to send me an email, that's pinballpartypodcast at gmail.com. Probably have a pretty tasty guest next week. Maybe. Maybe I won't tell you who it is. You'll have to tune in and find out. But until then, go play some more pinball. This has been Jason. And uh, here's Mef to take us out. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.